Hey everybody, welcome to the Ear Spoon. I am Fish. And I am Clarence Williams the third. And this you are every last <laughs> ditch of you. <laughs> this, 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 Solid. Hey, we, we just want you to know that uh, here at the Ear Spoon today, uh, everything is fine. Everything's good. Yeah, we were thinking about things to talk about, and turns out everything has worked out well. Yep. Uh, and he everyone... did it. He made America great again. Yep. So uh, there's nothing to worry about. Hooray. Hooray. And if you're not white and straight, mm, we'll send you your boarding passes. Yeah, that's all right. We'll, we're going to build a wall. We'll keep <laughs> right. you on the other side of that. <laughs> Uh, but everything is fine here in the USA. Hooray. <laughs> so much. Uh, do, 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 do. May I Steve Miller on you for a Oh, yeah. Please. <laughs> Living in the USA. Oh, man. I'm going to. All right. So it, it is the Ear Spoon. It is brought to you by uh, Mocha Joe's. I knew it. Yep. You did, didn't you? I knew it the that, whole time. That's why we have the. That's why we. That sounds that pretty empty, my friend. Yeah, it does. It, it's you better a get on like, that. Well, we, you know, we, we sat here and chit-chatted about uh, about what we were going to talk about, just so you know that we don't pull every last piece of this out of our ass, just a majority. Sometimes our ears and our noses, but wherever there is an orifice, we will find something. <laughs> to stick you. in it. Right. What? Right? That's horrible. Oh, no, it is horrible. It is horrible. Um, all right. So uh, first th- first thing we want to do is we want to get the, uh, the the death pool portion of the program out of the way. Good God. All right. So uh, D- Doris Day, as of yeah. this Monday. Um, 97 years old. Oh, God bless her. 97 years old. 90, uh, and then Peggy. Hey, hey, uh, sera, sera, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, you know, easy come, easy go. Uh, I'm just kidding. That's not uh, nice. Peggy no, Lipton. Yeah. That was tragic. She yep. she passed away of, uh, of, of cancer, and we're, we're going to circle back to that whole cancer thing. Um, so, uh, and uh, w- with the understanding that everything happens in threes, um, and these were Ooh. all uh, semi-hot babes. Uh, well, I would... I, uh, <laughs> Depends on which age. <laughs> oh, let's don't. This gets into well, sexist territory. Come on. I mean, Doris Day was like a, a good-looking woman in her day. Surely. And surely. probably was a good-looking woman at age 97. Peggy Lipton was a good-looking woman. Surely. All right. So the who's mother the mother of Rashida Jones. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Really? And Quincy Jones. I'm going to go with you one better. Oh, never mind. No, you can't. No. All right. So who's who's the third one who's a semi-hot babe that's going to so pass away? So it has away? to be sort of retro. Yeah. Have to be... Oh, I hate to say Diana Rigg. Oh. No, she's in The Detectorists. Have you yeah. seen this? I have not. You should. Okay. I recommend it. All right, so that's your Deathpool one? Uh, no, I feel uncomfortable with that. I prefer her to keep living. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> oh. Uh, so uh, your turn. Oh. <laughs> Man, I wasn't I wasn't ready for that. Who was, uh, who, who was the lady who uh, uh, played the uh, blonde-haired lady, 70s? Police detective Pepper. Angie Dickinson. Angie Dickinson. She's gone. Is she? Yeah. That's why I'm picking her. <laughs> <laughs> you win. I win. Yay. And the trophy goes to Wait, I could be top wrong. podium spot. I'll look it up. You better look it up. Yeah. She All was. Right. I believe she was married to Burt Bacharach at a point. She was. Yeah. I am right about that. Angie. Thank God I'm serv- saving these neurotransmitter connections for these really important things. And then I can't remember where my damn keys are. Did you find it? She's 87. Oh, I'm so wrong. sorry, Angie, if you're yeah. listening, and I know you are. She I'm sorry. A, I'm, all right, so she she's the next. Oh, I'm you know if she goes, I'm gonna feel awful. I know. You're, <laughs> right. <I'm> gonna, <laughs> lethal podcast. I mean, no. <laughs> Delete it. Bring her uh, back to life. Yeah. No, don't do it. Not Angie. Not <laughs> so you so you're thinking uh, television shows. You're yeah. thinking you know um, lead women, um, and we could go through. Whatever do you do you remember Julia? 
Julia. Diane, Diane Carroll as the nurse, Julia. It was a no, no. That's a reference. Some somebody out there will go. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. I don't know whatever became of her. I don't keep track of these things. And then there's always the next thing I got. to do. This is cutting edge podcasting. The next thing I got to do when I write uh, Angie Dickinson, Angie Dickinson naked. They exist. Okay. Oh no. Anyway, moving. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that went down some (laughs) rabbit hole in a hurry. There's a part of you that will always be 15. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, isn't that the natural thing to Google? (laughs) (laughs) Raymond Burr. (laughs) Raymond Burr naked. No, no. I bleach. Yeah, you just got to find out. Do do these things exist? Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he he for sure is gone. Let's go down a long list of people that have died. All right. Jim Carroll did it. Oh, yeah. Is Jim Carroll alive? That's a great question. Ah, All right, I'll Google that, and then I'll find out if he did naked pictures. (laughs) We're all over the freaking place in this podcast. All right, here's really what I want to get into into the now that we're five minutes deep, and we have just gone down some (laughs) rabbit hole. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Oh, my goodness. Um, So uh, San Francisco, California, is is where this is kind of bubbling to the surface. There's a teacher. I don't know if her name's been released as of yet. Uh, but she has to go out on extended medical leave uh, because she has breast cancer. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, and there's legislation in place in California. This just happens to happen in, in in San Francisco that says a teacher gets ten sick days, and if you have to go on extended leave um, once once you've hit there, so you get up to a hundred days, mm-hmm. um, you have to, and you'll continue to get your salary. But you have to pay for the substitute out of your paycheck. <sighs> yep. So that I can't even. So that happens. That's happening. Yeah. It's a lot of dead air. It's not dead air. It's not good. I usually have way too much to say about things. But I know. I, so and and this is not the only thing. There was another one. A football coach. Uh, in California as well, which I guess falls under, uh, perhaps he's a teacher as well, but he falls within the school system, right. uh, had to go on extended leave because his son is going through chemotherapy, like a young child, like five or six years old young child. And uh, he, too, is having to pay for his replacement. Now, a substitute teacher in California makes upwards around $200 a day. All right, I don't. I th- and here, which is crazy, because here, even though Vermont is one of the better-paying states when it comes to a teacher's salary, mm-hmm. uh, and I say that you know as comparatively, it's true as a whole. It's still horrendous. Yeah, so I, I think it's roughly about um, I don't know about eighty-five dollars, hundred dollars a day. That's what they get paid here in the state of uh, in the state of Vermont. Yeah. So we can talk about a system that allows something like that to happen um, in a country as rich as we are. Yes, let's. All right, three, two, one, go. It's difficult to hone in on a specific concrete layer of this without condemning the entirety of American culture, in my view. The notion that people delivering the most important, arguably, you know, some of the most important work humans can do, teaching young people about the world. I mean, you know, medical doctors, nurses, et cetera, obviously keeping people alive, critically important. Um, you know, <clears throat> firefighters, police officers, keeping, you know, things, da, 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 da. But teachers, above all things, teachers should be millionaires. 
if there are billionaires that can be billionaires, what is this? One of those Jenner Kardashian type people is a billionaire at twenty something years old. Oh, it's yeah, because no, it's something about beauty. I don't even know what it is because she can ba- balance a uh, champagne bo- glass on her ass. Maybe that's uh, it. pop right. the bottle open and uh, the stream oh arching it over her head and hit into the, the uh, in, into the glass. That's right. worth millions. So the notion that uh, people teaching children ha- who wind up with cancer or their children wind up with cancer have to take time off and pay for anything. Okay, but let, 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 let me just add insult, uh, salt to the wound, mm-hmm. insult to injury. Oh, good. Uh, this is also amidst um, mounting medical debt. Yeah. Go. So, yeah. And thank God everybody's making plenty of money. Yeah. So in the midst of all this, these are the feel-good stories you see, you know, brought to you by your local you know, mindless hairspray, mm-hmm. you know, uh, local news outlet that says, did you hear about the entire department of blah, blah, blah is giving all of their vacation time to so-and-so because they have cancer and they need the time off. And everybody goes, not everybody, but many people go, oh, wow, that's great. That's so good. That's people doing good. And how often do you hear people say, what the fuck kind of system is that even in place in the first place? How does that even allow? How is it possible? How is it possible? Let me tell you a little story. Okay. And you know this, and and this is a person that you and I both know. She's since passed a couple of months ago in March. Um, Our friend, our mutual friend, Cynthia, broke her neck while surfing. Cynthia was a school teacher. Uh, and a wonderful human being, active, fully active, wonderful family, wonderful husband. Uh, when she was injured initially um, and needed to get back to the States to Spalding Rehab in Boston, ultimately, yeah. um, her insurance company didn't want to fly her. <laughs> they didn't want to fly her because uh, you know, it was going to cost them too much money. Not only that, but once a friend of hers wrote a check, I think, for $70,000 yeah, to I remember fly that. her. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, knowing somebody who can write a check for $70,000 is, is, is a help. But she came back to the mainland. And then after all was said and done, she did her work and was doing so great. The insurance had nothing really to offer her to say, like, so you've broken your neck. So you're now quadriplegic. That's quite a life changer. They just kept throwing bill after bill after bill after yeah, bill after they're bill horrendous. after bill after the, for these people. They're horrendous. And I'm thinking, my God, it's a it's a mountain of oh my freaking God yep. to get over, and you're throwing bills at these people. The answer should be, in my ideal world, so you've broken your neck. What Take, can we do to help you? How can we support you? Here's some cash. You should. Make sure you go get into family therapy or do all the things you need to be well and work your way back to that. This is unexpected. This sucks. Meanwhile, I mean, we don't have to go very far, and you can on your computer there. Look at what the average um, pay is for CEOs of healthcare companies. We're talking literally millions and billions of dollars to single individuals, and they say, oh, we can't really afford that. So that's just one extreme example. But for any of us, you know, I know, like I deal with this gout crap all the time. I, I could avoid it if I could, if I wanted to pay $180 for about 24 pills. I the don't average, <laughs> the average pay oh, no. for a healthcare administrator, yeah, 65000 Oh, that's different. I'm talking about a CEO, like these people who run these jobs. I'm, I'm, I'm just talking just for the administrator. Right. So... So take it up there by a factor of 100, and, and there you go. So the notion that people who do good in the world, who have done good in the world, 
when something happens to them, unexpected, oh no, gravity, look what's happened. The answer is, oh, so you want to stay alive, do you? So you'd like to be well with your family. So you'd like to maybe work back from your paralyzing in, in, injury. Yeah, that's going to cost you. And so that, and I have this conversation with people way too often. And people say, well, you we can't afford a nationalized health care. Can't afford Medicare for all. What can we afford? We can afford endless amounts of, of militarism, but we can't afford to keep our people alive so, they're, so they continue to be you know, contributing members of society. What are you looking at? The average CEO in healthcare, yeah, $28.5 million. Per year. Per year. And that doesn't even include the stocks, I'm sure. Right. So, yeah. So, and everybody says, you know, you hear, oh, well, you, you know, healthcare is expensive. Well, why is it 10 times as expensive in this country? I have a friend. Ask yourself this question. Why is the U.S. the only for-profit health care system in the world, on the fucking planet? It's insane. Okay, while forcing mm-hmm. our local hospitals to operate under a non-profit status. Exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, and, and you, I just Ask thought, yourself that goddamn question. I have no answer. I will ask it all day long. Uh, and then I saw something recently, uh, uh, I couldn't go through the whole thing, but a woman who was unexpectedly in a foreign country, her water breaks, she's pregnant, didn't expect it, blah, 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 this whole thing, save the baby, da, 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 80 bucks. <laughs> 80 bucks. 80 bucks uh, out of pocket. Well, oh, we're, so, oh, it was Thailand, I think it was. Somebody was telling that somebody was in England, um, a friend of, uh, friend of mine was in England, his son- Fell, broke his arm. Hmm. They were literally at uh, um, going to kind of walk across the whole Abbey Road mm-hmm. thing and go do the goofy tourist thing. Sure. Tripped, fell, broke his arm. They're like, oh, my God, oh, this ruined the whole trip. Took him to the hospital, mm-hmm. and because he was not a resident, it cost him $115 oh my God. to set X-ray ball. and do all of that because he wasn't. If if he was a resident, he would have just had to pay the five dollar whatever right. it was. <laughs> right. But because he wasn't a resident, we're so sorry. Apologetically, yeah. we have to have we have to get you one hundred fifteen euro. I think it was Euro's actually right. not. So I mean, it may have been a little bit more. But like my buddy was like, seriously, right? Here's a tip. <laughs> I still carry around a, a two hundred dollar pair of crutches I got from the first time I ever had gout. Like a two hundred dollar pair of crutches, right? You know, and so you know we can go down the long list. It's almost it's 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 legendary now, like the the thirty dollar aspirin, et cetera. But that I mean that really is a discussion, not one that we can really entertain here. Um, and maybe it's worth asking somebody who knows more about these things. And I know a few people, but how did we get to the level of of laughable? And then also you look at the medication. We can get into the pharmaceutical side of this. Medication has gone up. You know, tenfold in, oh, yeah. in costs in just like two years' time. Mm-hmm. Like people trying diabetics trying to get insulin. Like, are you kidding me? Like, if I don't have that, I die. Well, that's really good. Guess you really like living, do you? Yeah. Well, <laughs> then, good news for you. We just went through a pay increase because we realized that if you don't have this, you're right. going to die, and you probably don't want to do that. But this is, you know, this is the thing I come down to, and we can bring this down, distill this into one sort of nugget if we're going to talk about American culture. It is an adversarial relationship with the system at large. This is not a system that says we, the people, empower this system to keep us well, protected, informed, etc. It is one that says, screw you, pal. Screw you. So no matter what comes down the pike, you are 
asking permission. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, perpetually asking permission to, can I please stay alive? There are people who you know to this day who are dead because they didn't have the extra few hundred dollars to pay for something. Well, I mean, that is um, th- that is among some of the biggest debt that people have out there is uh, is is just just that. Right. The um, the this this. I'll get it. Hang on. Yeah. Fish? No, no such thing. We're just, I have too many connected devices. And my phone is on silent. That shouldn't have happened. I apologize. Um, Nonetheless, so that completely distracted. No, 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 it shouldn't. I was going to say that that was the CEO of one of the farm school companies calling and saying. They heard the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We're affecting change here. But, I mean, what is the relationship that we have as citizens to the system at large? You can say that's government, but it's not just that. You can say that it's corporatism or the corporate level of life, but it's not just that. But some of this feels like, and this is why I think people are so agitated and, and depressed all the time in this country, is because it feels, it feels like, real and not real, that people are trying to take your shit all the time. And like I'm running, you you and I both I know as working people, I run as fast as I can to generate generate as much revenue as I can to meet my bills and my costs. Right. And I'm panicked all the time, like most people I know. And I don't live extravagantly. And I'm I'm college educated. I have many great advantages, and I'm still running as fast as I can. This is true for many and most Americans. So why is it that we've created a culture that perpetually keeps us on the defensive that says, gosh, should, I mean, elderly folks deciding between heat and medicine? Are you kidding me? Yeah, having to crack your medication in half just to make it last yeah. longer. So how is this? I mean, uh. Social Security and things like that under FDR came about because people were literally freezing to death and elderly people freezing to death and starving to death. And he said, what if we had this like secure social pool of money so we were sure that everybody had at least something, not even a whole lot, but something, and then it worked. And now you've got regular working people arguing against such things and saying that's socialism and it's bad. But I'm sorry, healthy grown-up countries and healthy grown-up grown-ups. Take care of their grown-ups yeah. and take care of their young and yeah. take care of their everything. You know, there's... There was a cartoon I saw the other day that I think de- depicts the direction uh, of the Republican Party now, and it shows a child uh, in a cage wailing mm-hmm. while this, you know, white um, um, Republican figure mm-hmm. has his ear on uh, uh, to the uh, belly of a of a pregnant woman who is six months six weeks pregnant, right. and he's saying he's saying shh. Be quiet, child. I'm trying to hear the six weeks old heartbeat. Right. You know, um, and I think that that is that, that is that level of disconnect. And I think that that speaks to a larger. I mean, obviously, that's a, that we're talking about one specific issue. But I think you can apply that to all. They that people have just stopped caring about the people that we have on the planet right now, and stopped caring about taking care of the people that we have on this planet right now. That this teacher has to figure out with mounting medical bills because her insurance doesn't pay what it should pay after having paid so much into it. It's the biggest racket, right. and I don't. Want to? I don't want to shit all over the insurance agent. It's really the job of the underwriter to fuck you and I. It's not so right. much the insurance company. The insurance company is just an agent. That's how they make their money. They're a working person. They come in, you make a quote, da, 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 and you go down the line. Right? Wonderful, terrific, fantastic. But um, you know, at some point in time, we have to get to this place on the planet where we just say, Cynthia. Mm. Let's get her home. 
Let's get her comfortable. Right. This is a horrible thing that's happened to her. She's got enough to suffer through. The family has enough to suffer right. through right now. Let's not be a part of that problem. Let's be a part of that solution. Here's a hundred thousand dollars, and everybody else. Well, you, 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 do what even, you, you don't do. even need to like cut a check for that, right? I think because with the insurance company being what they are, they they are in a really strong position to advocate on behalf of their customers. So if the hospital, again, being forced into this nonprofit model, mm. working for a four and the only thing they can do are beg for crumbs themselves. Right. I know that everybody walks into a hospital thinking that these people are making you know, money hand over fist, but this is just how they've been having to deal with but these somebody things. is, and that's the thing. It's a right. very small amount of people, but these people at the top of these pharmaceutical companies and all the healthcare industries that there are, they are making a shit ton of money. Yeah. And that's insanity to me when people literally haven't got the money to keep themselves alive. And, and, you'll, and you'll pardon me for saying so, and, and I know you won't pardon me at all, but, uh, it, but folks like our president are the people who are profiting the most or taking advantage of of these things the most, relying on people getting sick to make their money, relying mm-hmm. on, on not not employing. I mean, Donald Trump did it. How many illegal immigrants has he employed in his day to yeah, get right. his buildings uh, paid for, you know? Well, technically I mean, he doesn't pay them, so it doesn't really employ. Right, yeah. <laughs> but this is, what I'm, you know, this is what I'm saying. Like, if we're talking about this exploitative system, people who make legislation, you know, I'm, I think there are plenty, I'm, I'm generalizing, there are plenty of great people who are very motivated to make healthcare work for everybody, but they're not at risk. They're, they're not scraping together a couple extra hundred dollars just so they can get a tooth capped. You know? Right. They're, this, they're untouched by it, but regular working people, it's a thing. Yeah. You know? So the fact that this teacher and that football coach that I talked about earlier Madness. has to pay for their replacement is inexcusable. And in, it's an in, insult. And it is an insult yeah. for all that they do and, and bettering the youth of this country for so then, all that they do to have to suffer through that. So whoever makes that decision, which has to be a school board, no doubt, has to be, you know, whatever the... Well, this was legislation know. that was put through as, as a state law in California. Oh, statewide? Yeah. Oh, my God. This is not just San Francisco. This is a this is Jerry state. Brown's California. Gavin the, yeah, Newsom's yeah, yeah, California. Yeah, 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 yeah. In 1976, oddly enough, your yes. bicentennial year... Right. That's when this was passed. So when they when it was being drawn up is probably early as seventy five, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you know seventy four maybe, uh, and then passed in nineteen seventy six. I mean, come on. Yeah. So yeah, these are different times for sure. But what I think think we'll likely see is this: uh, these people's names will become noticed, their stories will become noticed. There will be a go- GoFundMe, and then the people will throw money at it, and people watching will go like, "Well, that's solved." <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> you know. And that's, I mean, it's the commodification of life. And and when we can just throw money at things and say, well, like I was saying before about, you know, people giving up their vacation time for somebody else to get cancer treatment. It's like, no, as nice as that is, yeah. that's not the thing. And we, we appreciate that, that you have the wherewithal to do that. Right. That does not, that does not, that puts a Band-Aid on something that needs a tourniquet. To say the least, yeah. Oh, so, God knows. Right. The body politic is very, very unwell. All right. Well, anyway, so this it's just That's some food uplifting. for thought, and we <laughs> wanted you to know about it. Um, and uh, um, let's all hope and pray that Angie Dickinson doesn't pass away, because I will feel horrible if thoughts she did. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts, <laughs> thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. That's what gets us through. Snuck that one in. Woo! She's good for another year. Yeah, she's fine. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it. I want to thank Mocha Joe's for sponsoring this here podcast. And, of course, you can get this podcast wherever you download your podcast. Can I say podcast again? 
Do they have it on the internet? I think so. Okay, check I'll, there. I'll, That's I'll, where I would I'll, check. I'll, I'll let me Google that again Google and then that. find out if it poses naked. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Fish. I saw Google naked. I've been Steve. <laughs> and this has been the Earspoon. Cheers. <laughs>